if it's not uh, something you're passionate about, you're going to find a lot of ways to quit. When you are passionate about it, you might quit. (laughs) Yes. Um, Because it's super hard a lot of times. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Grow Your Side Hustle podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow their side business into a second stream of income or into their full-time gig. I'm your host, Jennifer Roland Cadiente. Today, we're joined by Amy Wachlin, who spends her days working at a car dealership, but puts most of her love and passion into her side business, Amy's Heirloom Vegetables. She's located in Sherwood, Oregon, which is a suburb of Portland, and she grows heirloom and no-spray vegetables, which you can purchase in a subscription box or just as a single item. Hi, Amy. Hi. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so like you said, I currently and for the past almost 17 years have worked my regular day job at a car dealer doing customer service and accounting, all of that kind of fun stuff. But since uh, 2015, I have started my own uh, side business of growing and selling uh heirloom vegetables with my business, Amy's Heirloom Vegetables. And that's so my how did, how did passion. You, so that's your passion. That's why you, you decided to go into, into vegetables. Yep. It's definitely what I would be doing if I had a day off anyway. And it's, you know, I still do it when I go home every day. It's still what I do. So, so did you grow up um, growing vegetables on a farm? I didn't grow up on a farm, um, but I always at least had my own uh, like flower garden. Even when I was like at elementary school, I always had something growing of my own. It definitely sounds like growing things has been your passion from even the youngest age. So what are your goals for your heirloom vegetable business? Well, I really hope that one day it can be my full-time job. Um, It's, it's really hard work, but it's definitely what I always go back to no matter what. Uh, my day job, it's no secret to anyone that I work with uh, that it is not my passion, and they totally get that. It's just a matter of time, hopefully, and it'll, it'll get there, but <laughs> that's my yeah. goal. Okay, and so how do people find you? How do they, how do they get your vegetables? Um, well, I'm on um, Instagram a lot. So that's the main place. So Amy's heirloom vegetables on Instagram, um, walklandfarms.com for the whole farm in general. And that's the main two. Mm-hmm. So what do you have besides vegetables on that main farm so site? My, my part of it is the vegetables. I'm also part of our pumpkin patch, though, Papa's Pumpkin Patch, which is a lot larger. And I'm a part of that. That's something my husband actually started um, when he was oh, wow. in high school. So that's his little, that's his side hustle because we both have other jobs too. But, <laughs> uh-huh. and then we also do like hanging baskets and all that stuff. Um, everyone in the family kind of has their own little part of the farm. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So working full time and working, you know, gardening is hard work. How do you juggle it all? Uh, I don't most of the time. I, I have the best of intentions. You know, at the beginning of the season, I'm like, okay, plan. I'm a big planner. So every single day I have a to-do list, one for the farm and then another home. And that's one of the best way <laughs> that I've been able to figure it out. But something inevitably is going to spur. It's usually like my housekeeping <laughs> um, yeah. because even when I have a little time uh, from away from the farm, usually I'm outside in my home garden. So, you know, I try my best, but it's definitely, 
it's a juggle every single day. Yeah. And so, so what are your work hours like then? So this time of year, which is kind of the height of the season, but as we go into, you know, pumpkin season, all of that will get even busier, but you know, it's the week right now. Um, so as far as the side hustle goes, I do that right after work every day and then on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So do you have any, any big struggles with just making all of that work together? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, along with just, you know, there's only so much time in a day, but I have found that if I plan a little bit better all the time or as much as I can, um, that helps a lot. Um all of the family is involved in the businesses. So, you know, we're kind of all trying to do a little bit of everything. Um, but I guess for me, the struggle is sometimes keeping motivated because, you know, I started it in 2015 and I feel like some days I'm like, why am I not, you know, why is this not my full-time job yet? Um, right. And then my husband goes, I remember when I started the pumpkin patch, it was in high school. And that was like, 20 years ago and only the past few years it's really taken off so luckily he's the you know half <laughs> glass half full person to uh-huh. balance because I need that sometimes <laughs> so I get discouraged you know sometimes yeah yeah it is and I mean you know since we don't have as long of a growing season as other parts of the country might sure. you know that can yeah. make it a real grind for you too well and every season's different too and the past yeah. couple of years have been just like absolutely crazy and so you know you you can only guess so much and and customers don't always understand that either they're like well it's right. june why don't you have strawberries well it's july why don't you have <laughs> corn you know it's not always uh-huh. like that anymore. <laughs> no it's not and I mean, you even see that in grocery stores, you know, and with conventional farming. Well, and grocery stores haven't helped much because they always have everything year round. And so people don't always understand. Right. <laughs> That's another part, I guess, of besides just having the farm be time, my full time job. Part of that is I really want to do teaching and like maybe go to mm-hmm. schools, and have classes and even just teach the adults because a lot of people don't have any idea what it takes to, to grow something that no. gets to your plate. And I think that's so important, whether it's teaching them how to grow their own food, which I think is amazing. And, you know, we are so separated from our food and it is so cheap and accessible, yeah. whereas growing your own food um, can often cost more. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, how do you communicate the benefits of using heirloom vegetables instead of just whatever tomatoes are on sale that week? like I said, being open to the customers and like, I'm completely no spray, which, and just over the weekend, I had someone ask about, you know, organic. And I said, well, I'm not organic, but I'm no spray. And I kind of told them what that meant and how actually organic is like super overused and doesn't actually mean a whole lot because it's not regulated. (laughs) So they were like, oh, so I really love being able to talk to the customers like that. And I think when they can actually talk to the person that's growing the food, yeah, that means a lot to them. Because mm-hmm. I know that means a lot to me. Because I like to go support other farms and buy stuff too. And I like to know what goes into the food and meet the actual farmer. I think that's fun. Yeah. So where do you meet your customers? 
Well, um, I do a few markets, but mostly it's just right at the farm when I'm there. Um, mostly, of course, that's weekends uh, because mm -hmm. that's when I'm mostly there myself. So I really like that opportunity when I can actually be there. I do subscription boxes. So lately I make sure I'm there when the customers come to pick up their box. So if they have any questions, I show them what's in the box that I just picked for them. And I always give them recipes and everything. So I think that's worth a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that's always so fun. Because, you know, sometimes if you get something that you're not used to using, yep, you know, then having those recipes and saying, okay, really, what do I do with this thing? That is so helpful. I yeah. tend to grow a lot of kind of weird things or things that most people haven't seen yet. So uh -huh. I love to, you know, have them here, try it, you'll like it or, you know, they've never seen it before. So. Uh huh. So um, are people able to come pick up when you're not there when, and, and your family helps out or do they only yeah, come when so you're during, there? Yep. So during the week, um, usually my mother-in-law or someone else is at the store because right now we're kind of in transition from their, all their flowers and stuff to the vegetables to fall. Mm -hmm. They're still there. To, there's always someone there to pick up if needed. Yeah. Okay. So do people just schedule or do they just show up when they show up? Um, either. I was not 100% sure I wanted to keep going at the beginning of this year. I was pretty defeated, actually. And so I started using a really cool company that's helping us. As, so we actually have online sales now. They uh -huh. like redid our website and now they, people can order online for pickup at the farm. So they can either come right in the store or they can uh, order online and pick up the next day too. So what helped you push through that feeling of being discouraged? Um, I feel like it was actually, it, it's kind of strange. Um, I was, I had a meeting with the family cause we're all involved in it together. And I kind of said, this is going to be my last year because at this point I feel like I should have, I should be a lot farther along with the business and you know, I can garden at home. I don't have to sell vegetables, right. <laughs> you know? So, it, I mean, it, it's a lot of work if it's not going to get to my end goal. And yeah. then after we had that meeting, like a week later, I had the company I was talking about, Barn to Door. They actually called me. I had never heard of them. Oh, wow. So, I don't know if it was like some universe thing saying, you know, uh -huh. it's not time to give up yet. But right. that's kind of how I took it. <laughs> and we kind of just went for it. And it's been a heck of a lot of work since then because they the company's amazing, but I kind of took it all on myself because it's yeah. a lot of technology and stuff that no one else was interested in bothering with, <laughs> which is fine. So it's a lot of Zoom meetings and I I a lot of lunch break phone calls and all kinds of stuff like that since March is when we started, we signed up with them. So, but we got, you know, like I said, our new website, the online ordering stuff. Um, it's actually been really amazing and it gives me a lot of hope. Um, and if I ever have questions or they give me suggestions about how to advertise, you know, I, they're there all the time for me. And that's been very, very helpful for me. <laughs> uh -huh. So are you feeling now like you're really on the road to getting to where you want to be with the, your business? I would say more than ever, yes, in the past, yeah. you know, since 2015 when I started, I don't think I felt this confident since the beginning. So mm -hmm. because, and I guess the part of that is the company that we're working with, they want me to succeed because if I right. succeed, they succeed. 
Right. And I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and they it's... know my goal and they know what I do and they work around mm-hmm. all of that. You know, they know I have a regular job too. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what you can get done on a lunch break though. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> so I used to do a ton of that myself. I would, oh, yeah. I had a little computer and I would sit and write articles yep. on my lunch break in my car, sometimes outside yep. the McDonald's in the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I do a lot of that, my Instagram posts on my lunch break usually, because I figure that's when a lot of other people will see them anyway, but that's when I do yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff. I just feel like that creative, <laughs> creative time at that time for some reason. And that's a nice thing about working locally is that, you mm-hmm. know, we're all on about the same time, you know, yep. we don't all take our lunch at exactly the same time, <laughs> but pretty close. Yep. As you look, you know, forward to growing your vegetable business to your full-time gig, what do you think that you're going to add next to help keep your business growing? Um, well, I think the next thing once, I guess maybe that is a little, cause there's like definitely some glitches we're trying to figure out with online Always. stuff, which has been super fun. <laughs> um, so I think once that's like, I'm super comfortable with all of that and we get a lot more customers flowing in there. I mm-hmm. feel like because that's only been open for the past like two months or so, that I'd like to get a lot more customers ordering that way. Uh-huh. And then I would say after that would be adding other opportunities for customers like classes and things like that mm-hmm. would be my hope. Uh, do you think that you would do like live in-person classes or online classes? I would definitely want to do in-person because I feel like for the farm type stuff, I there's nothing like being out in the farm. I don't, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I did notice on your bio that it says you're an OSU master gardener. Yes, I well, I'm I'm technically still an intern. I just turned in okay. all my volunteer hours a couple weeks ago. But yeah, I actually started that in 2020. I was uh, my last class was supposed to be like March 17th of 2020. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we all know what happened. Then. It's 2022 and I'm just finishing it. I'm very excited. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I know that you know, going forward, once you get that certification, teaching is something yeah. that, that they really want you to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually just finished. Um, they were doing a optional presentation class, actually, um, that I did. And so I had a lot of fun with that. Actually, I didn't, I get kind of I mean, I've always been very shy and nervous, uh-huh. unless you're talking about gardening or farming or plants or anything (laughs) and then I'm like I won't shut up about it otherwise I'm very much a shy person (laughs) yeah you just get too excited to remember that you're shy absolutely yeah (laughs) okay so what lessons have you used from your day job to help grow your vegetable business um actually a few of them um I mean I was in customer service at the dealership for like 11 years to begin with before I do the what accounting, what I do now. And that is obviously something that's immensely helpful on a day-to-day basis, just dealing with, you know, all of the kinds of customers that you'll have, right. <laughs> the happy ones, which are wonderful, but then you're going to get the ones you won't ever make happy. And I've dealt with yes. that, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also what I do now, the accounting, that's helpful too. When you're a small business, you kind of have to learn how to do a little bit of everything. So that's yes. been helpful. Um, if we, you know, we have listeners who have maybe not started their own side hustles yet. So what advice do you have for people who want to find something? 
Well, I think first of all, if it's not uh, something you're passionate about, you're going to find a lot of ways to quit. Yeah. Um, when you are passionate about it, you might quit. <laughs> yes. Because um, it's super hard a lot of times. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, but I guess this is kind of the thing. I have, <laughs> I have a lot of little quotes that keep me motivated on my desk at work. Nice. Um, one of them is basically do one thing each day, the short of it, do one thing every single day that's helping you get to the goal you want to be tomorrow. And so I try to do one little thing, even if it's just doing an Instagram post that advertises something that I have fresh today, sending out a newsletter, replying to a customer, you know, instantly. <laughs> I, I just try to every day I think about that. I think that's incredibly helpful. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Um, just something little. It's getting you to move forward to what you want to be, where you want to be tomorrow. Um, I also think if you're going to be a business, you need to make sure that you're available for your customers um, as much as possible. Obviously, if it's your side hustle, that's difficult with hours, but mm -hmm. you just need to make sure that you're on things like emails, you can have people text you, you know, as soon as you get a break or on your lunch break, you're calling people back. If you don't, they're going to go somewhere else. People are very right these days. <laughs> they are definitely. Um, but then I also think, which is something I need to definitely work on sometimes, is take a little time for yourself because it can get incredibly overwhelming when you're nonstop all of the time. Even if right. it's just maybe using your lunch break every once in a while to do something for yourself uh -huh. and not return some phone calls, I think it's very important. <laughs> yes. And be open to those messages from the yep. universe that say, don't yes. give up. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, I'd love for you to tell our listeners where they can find you online. What's your Instagram handle? You did say your website earlier, but if you could say it again. Yep, absolutely. So on Instagram, I'm Amy's Heirloom Vegetables. Um, and I do, I update that most of the time, pretty much every day. Um, and then just to visit the farm website, that's wachlinfarms.com, W-A-C-H-L-I-N farms.com, which includes all of the businesses that we have at the farm most of the year round. All right. Well, thank you for talking to us today. Um, yeah, and I'm excited so about your about your business. Thank you, me too. <laughs> and here are our top takeaways. First off, keep your passion alive because you're going to find all sorts of reasons to stop doing your side hustle. So you need to make sure that you love it. And be open to new ways of working in your side hustle. If, you know, selling online hasn't been working, find a new way to do that like Amy did. And finally, just be willing to listen to the messages that you get that say, even when you're discouraged, keep going. Thanks so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any of our future episodes with other side hustlers and some experts to help you deal with some of those small and large issues that come up when you're running a side hustle. I'd also love it if you could share this episode with any of your friends that you think would be interested and leave a review and a rating in your podcast app. See you next week.